Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. My favorite time of the year is here. I love Thanksgiving. Now, I love Christmas and I love Easter, but I think my favorite holiday of all is Thanksgiving. When I was a kid, we spent Thanksgiving Day with my dad's side of the family. It was a house full of Cajuns and pots and pots of seafood gumbo. We would spend all morning cooking, all afternoon eating, and all evening playing a game called Bure. Both of my parents came from very humble beginnings. You could tell everyone at that table was extremely thankful for the simple and the little things that God had provided that year. And always at the top of that thankful list was family. I mean, family's everything, right? Boy, did it get loud, though. But the more the cousins who argued, the more you felt the love. Now, I love everything about Thanksgiving. The season, the colors, the weather, the sights, the sounds, and oh, those smells. But Thanksgiving also ushers in that time of the year. You know, that crazy, hectic holiday season. Not only is this the time of the year for family and for traditions and making memories, but for homeschooling moms, it's also the time of the year of much guilt and much FOMO. Well, I'm here to remind you this week to just breathe and that this is not the time of the year to ramp things up, but to slow things down. Erase, erase, erase all of the things on your homeschooling to-do list the week of Thanksgiving. This week, I'm here to encourage you to take the week of Thanksgiving off from all your formal lessons and to use what you're already doing in your Thanksgiving prep as your lessons. Use your family traditions, your constant errand running, all of the precious family visits, the tons and tons of cooking and baking, and even the necessary cleaning as your lessons. Remember, we aren't doing school at home. We home educate. Homeschooling is a lifestyle. This is actually the time of the year to truly simplify. Now, continue some of your daily school routines, but don't worry about the formal lessons the week of Thanksgiving. Continue to do your morning devotions and your family read-aloud time. Then, do what you normally do to prepare for Thanksgiving, but just be more intentional about bringing the kids along with you. During Thanksgiving week, worship together, read together, cook together, and be creative together. Your Thanksgiving prep is already full of meaningful math, reading, writing, science, art, music, and even history lessons. 
Now, for my type A, I need a plan, kind of a mom. Don't worry, I've got your back too this week. In this week's episode, I'm sharing with you how to do meaningful activities to prepare for Thanksgiving without adding more to your plate, no pun intended, and without giving you one more thing to do during your quote-unquote school time next week. Keep the formal lessons on the shelf. Keep your math textbook, your reading, writing, and spelling curriculums, and your history and science lessons in their boxes for the week. Now, do keep your morning time devotions. I will give you some simple things to concentrate on each morning during the week of Thanksgiving while you're doing family devotions. And don't worry, moms, if you have teens, I have some ideas for them too. And do keep your family style read aloud time during the week of Thanksgiving. And I'll give you some of my all-time favorite picture books that you can read each day. I also printed the entire book list that I'm going to be sharing with you in this week's episode, plus a whole bunch more in a latest blog that I wrote at coffeewithcarry.org. Check out the article, Meaningful Thanksgiving Activities and Read Alouds. Now, don't feel like you have to get every book on this list or the exact books on this list. Do the best you can, get what's available at the library, and consider purchasing a few of them to add to your home library so you can pull them off the shelves year after year to revisit them like an old friend. My daughter knew it was Thanksgiving time when I pulled the Bernstein Bears Give Thanks book and there was an old lady who swallowed a turkey book off of our shelves. Now keep your daily rhythm going during the week of Thanksgiving by doing family devotions and reading aloud together. Just make sure you include in your read aloud time some great books about God's faithfulness, the reason for the holiday, the true history and biblical roots of the first Thanksgiving, and of course, historical information about the pilgrims and Native Americans. So don't worry about not getting to history this week. By reading aloud some of the books I suggest or others that you have or that you'll find at the library, Your kids will be learning about living history from living books. Again, you can find my entire list of recommended read-alouds for Thanksgiving at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. The article is called Meaningful Thanksgiving Activities and Read-Alouds. Now trust me, if you involve your kids in the planning, prepping, cooking, and baking for Thanksgiving, they're getting tons and tons of math and science lessons without you even trying. They are applying counting skills, measuring skills, fraction skills, and even some computation skills as they double and triple recipes. They're also watching chemistry in action as they bake breads, help you brown the vegetables, and even make homemade butter. There's no need to get technical or to give them scientific explanations as you cook. I mean, when the sourdough bread doesn't rise correctly, you can talk about what probably went wrong. And when you make that fabulous grandmother pie crust, you can explain why you use certain tools or what makes your pie crust so flaky. While passing on traditions and grandma's baking secrets, and while making memories, you're doing tons and tons of science and math too. And don't worry about writing practice during the week of Thanksgiving. The week of Thanksgiving is full of opportunities for your kids and your teens to apply their writing skills and to get their creative juices going. 
I'll share with you tons of meaningful and fun writing things that you can do with your family the week of Thanksgiving. Now, are you ready to take a break from the formal lessons the week of Thanksgiving and to do some meaningful, easy, and fun activities instead? All right, so here goes. Here are your Thanksgiving week, quote unquote, lesson plans. Okay, the Sunday of Thanksgiving week, go to church, worship together as a family, and then at bedtime, read aloud the book, Give Thanks to the Lord by Karma Wilson, or any other similar picture book from the recommended list that I have for you. All right, then on Monday, do your family devotions, but on Monday, focus on God's faithfulness. So listen, sing, and learn the hymn, How Great Thou Art. Then read aloud the story behind the hymn, How Great Thou Art, and about the composer of it. If you have a few extra dollars, download the Kindle version or the Audible version of the book, Then Sings My Soul, 150 of the World's Greatest Hymn Stories by Robert Morgan. You can find the story behind How Great Thou Art. You can listen to it, you can sing it, and you can learn it. Now, after you learn about the hymn and the composer, Start memorizing Psalm 100. Use it as copy work and or your handwriting practice for the week. On Monday, you can write and make lists with your kids. Thanksgiving menus, your guest list, your grocery list, your to-do list, your cleaning list. You get the idea. Your children can make place cards for Thanksgiving morning. They can help you shop and check off the grocery list as you put things in your cart. They can make homemade recipe cards to give as gifts with your homemade pies and breads that you're making. Then have your kids write a list of things that they're thankful for this past year. Every year, our family read these lists on Thanksgiving Day before we sat down to eat. Then, cook, clean, and bake. This is math and science in action. Okay, so on Tuesday, the week of Thanksgiving, do your family devotions, but on Tuesday, focus on having a content heart. Read Exodus 16 and Numbers 11, 4 through 6. Discuss why the Israelites were complaining and how patient and generous the Lord was with them. What does it mean to be content? What's the difference between God giving us what we need and what we want? And older students, they can do a topical study on the word contentment. During their own personal quiet time with the Lord, they can read and meditate on Philippians 4.11, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6-8, through 8, and Hebrews 13.5. And then continue memorizing Psalm 100 with the kids. Use it as their copywork or handwriting practice. Then, during your read-aloud time on Tuesday, read the picture book, How Many Days to America? A Thanksgiving Story by Eve Bunting, or A Duck for Turkey Day by Jacqueline Jules, or any other similar picture book from my recommended list. Write thanks for giving thank you cards. Ask your children to write a list of at least five people they're thankful for. Maybe it's their coach or their youth group leader, the mail carrier, a veteran they know, a grandparent or two. And then spend the day making homemade Thanks for giving thank you cards for each of the people on their list. Each year, our family adopted a person to bless the week of Thanksgiving. We called it our Thanks for Giving service project. Some years, we did an act of service for this person, or we collected baskets of goodies and gift cards for a particular family. Now, as children serve others, 
they become keenly aware of just how blessed they are, thus giving them many tangible reasons to have a content heart. Then spend the rest of the day cooking, cleaning, and baking. Again, it's more math and science in action. Okay, so on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, do your family devotions together. But on Wednesday, focus on gratitude. Read Joshua 4 and focus on verses 1 through 9. Discuss what the Israelites did to remember God's faithfulness and to show their gratitude. Ask each child to write on a rock something that they're most thankful for this year. Then build a little memorial out of the rocks in your yard, much like what Joshua and the Israelites did. Check out my blog article, A Grateful Heart, Lessons Learned from Joshua, for more ideas on this. Then continue memorizing Psalm 10. Again, you can use it as your copywork or your handwriting practice for the week. During read-aloud time, read a picture book about Thanksgiving, such as Thank You, Sarah, The Woman Who Saved Thanksgiving by Lori Anderson, or Squanto and the Miracle of Thanksgiving by Eric Metastas, The Story of the Pilgrims by Catherine Ross, or any other similar picture book that's on the recommended list. Now with older students, go ahead and read some of the presidential Thanksgiving proclamations. Take time on Wednesday or during Thanksgiving week to really focus on the true historical reasons and the biblical basis for our uniquely American holiday of Thanksgiving Day. On Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, write a thankful acronym poem. Write the word thankful vertically down a sheet of paper. Next to each letter, ask your student to write one or more things that begin with that letter that they're thankful for. For example, next to the letter T, your child might write Tim, the name of her brother, or time to dance, which is her favorite thing to do, or tacos, which might be her favorite food. The list can be a little bit of serious and a whole lot of silly if you want. Now, if your family's more crafty, then you can make a thankful tree. Draw and watercolor different color leaves, cut them out, write the different things that you're thankful for on each leaf, and then hang them or tape them to a little, you know, tree that you created from a branch that you found in your yard. Then spend as much time as you need on Wednesday cooking, cleaning, and baking. It's even more math and science in action. If you need some extra time on Wednesday without your kids in the kitchen, then send them outside for a gratitude scavenger hunt. Give them a basket to collect items in or give them your iPhone that they can take pictures of when they find the things on their list. Now, our backyard gratitude scavenger hunt, it looks something like this. Go find one thing that makes you smile. Go outside and find something that you can give to someone else. Find one thing that you love to smell. Find one thing you love to look at. Go outside and find one thing you can make into a gift. Find something in the yard that you're grateful for. Find something in nature that makes your life better. Find something outside that's useful to you. Then find something that's your favorite color. And find something outside that points to God, the Creator, or Jesus our Savior. That's it. It's a super fun activity and it keeps them busy for a while. Then on Thursday, it's Thanksgiving. Enjoy your day with family and feast with your friends. And then Friday, we all know what that is. It's Black Friday. 
Use this day to cultivate in your kids a habit of contentment, gratitude, and thankfulness. On Black Friday, begin a grateful journal. Every day during the year, ask your kids what they're thankful for and write it in your grateful journal. In the journal, you can also write weekly prayer requests. And then when God answers the prayer, date when it was answered and how God answered it. Then by the time Thanksgiving 2023 rolls around, you'll have a book full of God's big and small miracles and his acts of faithfulness to your family. Then the first Sunday of Advent ushers in the Christmas season. Again, moms, just breathe. Dare I say, you can take the whole month of December off from formal lessons too. Now, if this sounds too good or too crazy to be true, then listen to past Coffee with Carrie homeschool episodes about taking a holiday Sabbath or how to do some Christmas schooling instead. Those episodes are number 45, Adventures, Preparing for Christmas, episodes 46 and 47, which are holiday homeschooling part one and two, episode number 97, A Heart of Worship, Lessons Learned from Mary, and episode number 98, Making Room for Jesus, Calming the Christmas Chaos. I really think you're going to love them. And make sure you subscribe to my blog and my email newsletter. The last Monday of each month, I send to subscribers my free morning time basket plans. The last Monday of November, I will be sending out my free morning time basket plans for the month of December. You don't want to miss out, so make sure you go and subscribe at coffeewithcarry.org. So remember, moms, if all you do the week of Thanksgiving is read from the good book, the Bible, and read from a good book, any picture book or chapter book, then it's going to be a good enough week. And if all you do the week of Thanksgiving is focus on God's faithfulness and his goodness, then trust me, it's going to be a great week. This Thanksgiving, I'm extremely thankful for you. Thank you for hanging out with me each week. Thank you for following me and leaving such sweet reviews. Thank you for your direct messages and all your emails that are full of words of encouragement and thanks for allowing me to walk with you on this homeschooling journey. Thank you, moms, for stepping out, being obedient to God's call to homeschool, and for raising the next generation of leaders and followers in Christ. And thank you for being my homeschooling friends and my sisters in Christ. May the Lord bless you and keep you and shine his face upon you this Thanksgiving season. Our God is a good God. We truly have much to be thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, especially during the holiday season, this is the perfect book to read. You can find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week too. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. This is really the best way other homeschooling moms can find us too. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer 
that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, my podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.